Good morning, I'm Noelle Lim on Spotlight. As hate speech on race and religion is on the rise, we look into one programme by the government to foster unity. Called Asrama Malaysia or Boarding School Malaysia, it is a little-known programme under the Ministry of Education. Its purpose? To promote understanding and harmony among students of different ethnic groups. Okay, sebelum saya lupa, okay, saya nak ucapkan selamat datang kepada murid tahun satu. A brainchild of former Prime Minister Datuk Sri Najib Razak, Asrama Malaysia was launched in 2010. Students enter a selected public day school in Form 1 until Form 5 and stay in a boarding house. Assistant Director of Student Affairs at the Education Department of the Federal Territories and Kuala Lumpur, Muhammad Shukri Kamarudin, explains the programme. The hostel programme where students stay together, they live together, study together, they can create a better unity between them. We can see that when there is a Chinese students, Indian students, the Malay students, they can learn a lot from the culture. They how to understand the understanding of uh, different races' culture is better for the Malays. And the Chinese and Indian students, when they join the program, they also understand more about Malay's culture. There are four schools under Asrama Malaysia, namely Victoria Institution, one of the top ten schools in Kuala Lumpur, and another premier school, SMK Perempuan Sultan Ibrahim in Johor Bahru. The other two schools are in East Malaysia, Maktab Sabah in Kota Kinabalu, and College Tun Datu Tuanku Haji Bujang in Miri. There are no plans yet to go beyond four schools. We have the success story of the students where they can show since 2010 till now impact when they live together. They show how close they are, looks like we can become a good friends. However, we still need a lot of students, uh, Chinese and Indian students, to involve in this program before we can expand it. Because so far, so we still cannot reach targets to get, like, so for example, 30% Chinese student, 30% Indian student and 40% from the Malaysian Bumi. While demand from Bumi Putra students has been overwhelming, applications from non-Bumi Putra students have been relatively low. There are about 1,000 students currently enrolled in the Asrama Malaysia program, but the number of non-Bumi Putras are far below the target of 60%. In Victoria Institution, for example, there are about 260 students, but only 7% are non-Bumi Putras. Perhaps non-Bumi Putra parents are reluctant to enroll their children into boarding schools in Malaysia unless they are convinced about the quality of education and care. Would Asrama Malaysia extend to top boarding schools like Malay College Kuala Kangsar and College Tunggu Kusha? MCKK and TKC, there is under uh, Asrama Penuh, different divisions and then the, the focus is different. Uh, the Asrama Malaysia is part of Asrama Harian. We are not uh, only focused on academic, we also look for the all-rounded kids. For example, our criteria to get students for this program is one of it is excellence in co-curriculum and sports too. Shukri believes more promotion is needed to convince parents to enroll their children into Asrama Malaysia. Uh, we try, like this year, uh, we try to reach district. We're having uh, programs in uh, Daerah Manjung where we explain to the counsellor from SJKC and SJKT besides the SK about the program. More Chinese and uh, Indian families, uh, parents exposed to the program. They think that ashrama ataupun hostel is just for the Malays. Uh, it's not, that is not the purpose actually where ashrama is, is for everyone. Often students drop out in Form 1 due to homesickness. Usually they never stay far away from their parents. Homesick is one of the problems uh, where you can see that uh, parents too have to 
have to be strong beside the students. But if they are not too strong, they cannot face the daily routine activity uh, in asrama, in hostel, disciplined enough to for to manage their own time and their own self. So this is uh, maybe the challenge for the for the form one student. How well do students do in the Asrama Malaysia program? We have students like, for example, for Victoria Institution, like Ricky. Uh, he got straight A, continue his study in one of the university in Kuala Lumpur. And also we got Nelson, this is Chinese student. He also continue study in one of the university in Pantai Timur. And even Nelson is one of the students under the program able to grab Duke Edinburgh Ward under Kementerian Jabatan Belia dan Sukan. Victoria Institution, one of the Asrama Malaysia schools and oldest secondary school in Malaysia founded in 1893, the focus is to develop all-rounders. Be yet wiser is the school's motto. The head of discipline at VI, Chegu Sandra Saga Kanan, or Sandra, explains what the school offers. We mould them or we guide them and prepare them to be both balanced in terms of academic and also in co-curriculum. For example, they are very good in uh, uh, rugby, uh, football, the band, so all these are kind of the call it the niche areas, as well as in swimming, the water polo team, the swimming team. Some for, they swim for the country. The parents have them here because they believe that VI is a good established institution, which will mold them to be a sportsman, gentleman, and scholar. Among other things, Asrama Malaysia students receive study support and undergo personal development programs at VI. For example, uh, daily there is this what we call as prep at night, which is after their dinner. Uh, we have teachers coming from other schools to guide the students in their academic, which is for from one until form five. Besides that, we also have uh, academic seminar for them to prepare for the exam, that is for the form three students and also for the form five students. We have uh, like leadership camps where the boys are taken for a weekend outing and then given some uh, leadership uh, training. Uh, so that is to prepare them to be future leaders. Steps are taken to keep the boys occupied. Pastoral care is also provided in VI. Uh, the main challenge for the Chinese or the Indian students is, one, they are not uh, prepared to be away from their parents. Uh, they are more like a close-knit family. Sometimes they are afraid maybe the food is not uh, for their taste. But whereas this Asrama Malaysia here, the food is catered for all the tastes of all the races in Malaysia. So we don't serve beef. We have these uh, senior hostelites to help them out. The wardens are there. And besides that, even the teachers from the schools are also part of the Asrama program. We'll talk to them. And then besides that, we have a lot of games at uh, VI. For example, we have a big swimming pool. There's a big field. We have uh, rugby, cricket, football, uh, takro, hockey, everything. So the evenings, the boys spend their time playing these games. And also the wardens are there to help out. So it's, And then weekends, they have their outings. Uh, sometimes they have, or they have this uh, Gotong Royong, or they have their leadership camp, or even they go for a trip, especially after the exam, end of the year. And then they have this uh, birthday celebration. Uh, of course, we also have this, uh, we celebrate the major festivals. For example, like for Chinese New Year, for Hari Raya, as well as for Deepawali. 
So all the boys are involved. Then we also invite the parents, the teachers. It's a big celebration. It's natural to feel homesick initially, but teenagers can make friends easily. This uh, Form 3 level, there are a few Indian boys during the weekends. They go and stay with the Malay friends and then they're able to adapt. Uh, initially, this particular Indian boy who's in Form 3 now is from Kedah. First one week, he wanted to go back. After that, after mixing, after talking to him, then he's able to stay, enjoying his stay, and he's going to finish his Form 5 in VI. There's one uh, particular boy who's uh, from a low-income background. So there are a lot of his friends who help him out in terms of finance and so on. Even the parents who found out that this boy needs some financial assistance, they help out. We speak to some students of Asrama Malaysia about their experiences. For 15-year-old and Form 3 student, Abu Hanifa A. Ghani from Sabah, studying in VI is a ticket to a better education. Yayasan Sabah is his sponsor. Asrama ni macam banyak bagi free lah. Makan free semua, program semua free. So, bagus lah. Sempat berkawan dengan kaum lain lah. Sebab dekat Sabah, India, China semua jarang lah. Lepas tu, dapat meraihkan perayaan China, India semua. First time lah juga sebab dekat sana tiada buat benda macam ni. Dapat belajar budaya China, India semua. Dapat tahulah macam mana mau respect semua. Wong Kawang, also 15 years old, whose brother is an alumnus, was pushed by his mother to join the program. Asrama Malaysia opened his world through student exchanges. Through those programs like program Pertukaran Pelajar, like Student Exchange, I made a lot of friends in Sarawak and also in Sabah. Also, we have another asrama from Johor also. And like we all know each other even though we are far from each other. I still keep in touch with them by WhatsApp or Instagram. Everyone is a family, like, we're a big family, so, like, you can get along with anybody here. Today on Spotlight, we take a look into Asrama Malaysia, a programme by the Ministry of Education to promote understanding and unity among different races in secondary schools. We'll hear more about the escapades of students when they learn about other religious practices. Welcome back to Spotlight on Asrama Malaysia, a unity programme by the Ministry of Education. Daniel Kwong, 17 years old and now in Form 5, along with his twin brother Dennis, were pushed by their mother to enrol into Asrama Malaysia and join their older brother. This is what Daniel says. When we were standard 6, my mom said, you guys have to masuk this Asrama uh, next year. And then me and my brother, every day, before we sleep, <laughs> we were like discuss this issue since the start of the year, like for a year, and then... Sometimes we tell our mom, mom, can we not go? Can we just like stay at home? Because we, uh, my parents adore us lah, more than our brother. So we were like pampered since young. And then my mom said, no, this is the time for you to be independent and for you to know what is the real world outside from your parents' protection and all. On registration day, the twins became an object of curiosity. Dennis describes his experience. At the counter pendaftaran there, you'll see like many seniors and many teachers, right? When it is my turn, my mother would like push me to the front, you know, and they say, talk to them, talk to them, make friends with them. And then the first thing I say is like, uh, and then I pass for a very long time. Then the senior would say, uh, kamu kat, kat sini nak apa? And then I said, oh, I want to enroll. I want to, and then I, I want to enroll myself. Then the first thing I did, I hand in my registration form and then they'll say oh are you guys twins and then you know lah they, they like kind of shocked lah 
And then because like I, I figured out like uh, Malays, they are very less twins, you know. They are very less like one child, one single born child now. And then they're like, very, that means we, me and my brother, like they, are, they treated us like special, you know. But it wasn't an easy start for Daniel in the first two weeks. Me and my brother, every day we will cry at night, seriously. And then my brother will, <laughs> will like from the other block, he will come to the highest <laughs> level and then he will console us. He said, ah, yeah, never mind, la. Coco is here, la. Why, why you want to be so scared for what? And then this happened for like two weeks until we finally get to adapt the, to the environment there. So it has been five years since I've stayed in this ashrama. The first day was memorable for the twins, according to Daniel. To be honest, la, before I entered this ashrama, I never even knew that Malays prayed five times per day. And then the first time I entered this ashrama, the first day itself, I remember that during night time, all the Muslim students, they gathered in the surau for prayers. And I was like, what is this? Is this an opening session for the, like, for the new guys, new boys, new form one boys? So me and, brother, me and my brother were like, let's join them. And then, because we what also don't know, right? And then so I almost entered the surau until one senior asked, why you guys want to enter? Are you guys Muslims? And then we asked, uh, and then we, we answered, uh, oh, I thought, we thought this is uh, an opening session, a welcome session for the new boys, right? And then he explained, ex- he explained about the, their religion and like, they pray five times per day, right? So that, on that day only we realised that the importance of their prayers and all. Danny's also almost got into trouble by unwittingly getting into the way of his seniors. We can't cross, we can't uh, go through the front, front part when they are praying, right? So the first night I did that to a Form 5 senior who is praying in the room. Yeah, I did not know. So he gave me a warning and then he let me off. Because normally when juniors did wrong or did any minor mistakes, we have punishment. Doing motor or we have push-ups. But the push-up is seriously uh, damn doom. Maybe usually 50 lah, minimum. In living together, students of different races really get to know each other. Dennis had a revelation in the bathroom. We have one senior also, we have Sikh. Because Sikh always kind of wear their turban, right? So during shower, right, they, he literally just take off the turban and his hair is so long. It's, so he looks like a girl, you know. So whenever I enter the toilet, he said, why we have a girl in the toilet? Yeah, but it's actually a boy. Lah. It's, just, it's just him not wearing his turban. It was finally in Form 3 when Dennis changed his perception about other races. I always question myself, why can't they eat pork? Why can't they eat pork? Pork is, uh, pork is from pig. Pig is animal. Why can't they eat? And then I asked one of my friends, you know, and they said, why you can't eat pork? Just try, just try. I, because the time is in Form 1, you know, so I don't know anything. And then they say, because based on their Al-Quran, they say one of their tokola, they say that, Pig live in a dirty place, right? They surround this, uh, their surrounding is full of mud. Then they love to roll in the mud. So that makes their animal dirty. Lah. Because uh, uh, Islam is mainly sushi, pure, and they mainly menekankan cleanliness. So they say pork is, they, they can't eat pork because pig, yeah, pig is dirty like that. Lah. In the first few weeks, students often feel apprehensive, especially if they're coming from an almost mono-ethnic school. Some may fall sick, like Niresh Kumar, now 15 years old. But this was also when he started to make friends. First, first, first week, I was in, uh, admitted in the hospital because of chickenpox. Then, 
my mother sent me back to hostel and I I don't know uh, how to talk to others uh, but they come and talk to me Malays they were very friendly there I was like surprised because I never see I never seen before they were like f- really friendly so I was sooner and sooner I became more good with them Nirish learned other languages from his boarding school mates this is what he can say in mandarin it could get him quite far in life cannot tell no Wo Aini means I love you. Ahmad Benjamin Sharo Hisham, also 15 years old, is from Putrajaya. Coming from a Malay dominant school, he has since learned to really immerse himself in other cultures. But after I went here, I now can comfortably talk with other races, play games with them, do anything, and I understand their culture more. Actually, I've studied about other races. So nothing surprised me, but getting to know them, like understand why they do it, actually makes me more comfortable. Like uh, Indians about their eating habits, what they eat, uh, what should they shouldn't eat, how they pray, when they pray, Chinese also, and uh, what they do in their house, their hobbies. I know that Indians cannot eat meat, but now I understand why. But Benjamin was initially apprehensive when he joined the program. Um, I feel like gementa lah, like something gementa, right? But then I think, why should I be gementa? They are humans like me. Why should I feel different with them? Malaysia has a bunch of races. I do appreciate that they are in Malaysia. It makes Malaysia so special compared to other nations. So I feel like, wow, Malaysia is like really special because culture, there's a lot of culture and I, I'm the type of guy to appreciate culture. While the number of non-Bumi Putras is still low for Asrama Malaysia, the programme lead, Mohamed Shukri Kamaruddin, from the Ministry of Education, is not disheartened and takes pride in bringing students of different ethnicities together. 2013, yeah, I bring the students to this, uh, this water park. So what happened is that Chinese, Malay and Indian students, they are around 15, 15 years old after exam programme. So I bring them there. So when they're having activities among them, so there is one uncle, Chinese uncle, that come and see one of the students and ask, why you guys, uh, Chinese and Malay Indian students are so close one? Ah, uh, see, like that. So from that is uh, because uh, during the, the the activities in the water, everything, that kids, we not plan anything. That is how people look, how close they are. For me, the best part is when uh, at the end of the program, uh, you can see that the children, the students, my students, they don't see any difference between them. That is the best part. Where they, either they are Malay, the Chinese, they uh, they are Indians. They join all the programs. Uh, they become friends. Don't uh, not uh, they don't care what type, uh, what races are they are. This wraps up our show on Asrama Malaysia, a programme by the Ministry of Education to promote understanding, harmony and unity among different races in school. Thank you for tuning in and happy 2020. See you next year. I'm Noel Lim on Spotlight, BFM 89.9.